Hey friends, I'm Tracy Balderak. I'm an entrepreneur, a local ministry leader, a soon-to-be author, and a business mentor to women also in the online space. I'm also a mom of four tweens and teens. I'm doing all things marriage and running after two crazy boxers. And just like you, I am also in a season of busy. But when I figure out how to weave and apply God's word to my daily life, I can walk into the gift of His abundance and experience the freedom and joy that comes with that gift, and you can too. I want to talk to the woman who is working and hustling and planning and striving. You are the woman who knows the only way that you can continue to pour out to the ones that you love and keep all the balls that you're juggling in the air is to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. So let's jump inside. Let's talk about it. This is the Living Faithfully Fit podcast. I'll see you inside. All right, here we are. It's a new day. It's episode four. It's Tracy Balderak with the Living Faithfully Fit podcast. And you guys, we launched the first three episodes on January 1st, 2024. And I just want to say thank you so much for your support and your encouragement um, and your kind words and all glory to God. It was His idea. It is His podcast. It is His voice that I try to listen to, and He gets the glory. The whole idea of this podcast is to help women grow in their faith life and to talk about things that happen to us every single day and how we can weave scripture into our daily life. So if you're here, I just want to say that God will bless you. You are seeking Him, and He will bless you, and He will show His face to you if you are looking for Him. So I hope that this podcast helps you, and I hope that this episode actually helps you get started on how to seek Him and see His face every single morning. So in episode three, we talked about fighting words and the words that we can use from Scripture that fight the lies or the scripts that we have in our minds that are not necessarily true and replace them with what God's truths are. And I felt like going into making the most of our mornings was a great follow-up to that because it is statistically proven that if we start our mornings with habits and routines that give us a quote-unquote morning routine, that we are going to be more productive in a lot of areas in our life. I actually Googled what research tells us if we have a morning routine, and there were a plethora of things that were spit out in this Google search, and it was sharpened focus and greater productivity and improved decision-making and reduction in stress, increased happiness, better confidence. All of these things were listed. But what I find to be the very best form of proof on why we should have a morning routine is Psalm 5.3. It's actually biblical that we start our mornings with God. And here's what Psalm 5.3 says. It says, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. I love that. Expectation was one of my words of the year, I think, two years ago. But forget about what the research says. Even though the research says we should all have a morning routine, it's in the Bible. In the morning, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. Mornings is scientifically when our bodies are the most alert. We actually have the sharpest focus in the mornings 
That's not to say that God doesn't honor our time. If you are a brand new mom or you had a teenager even that was up with bad dreams or was up studying for a midterm and you were up with them, listen, God honors whatever effort we're making to seek Him. But I am talking about over the course of a 365-day year, if our goal is to spend time with Him, and we know that the mornings are sharp and focused, and we know that Psalm 5.3 talks about seeking Him in the morning, that we should probably try and see Him first, right? We should see Him as the first thing in our day so that we can be looking for ways that He is weaving Himself into our lives. And so, relationships in life require communication, right? And the more that we're in relationship and communication with someone, the more we get to know them. And that is the same with our Creator. The more that we get into God's Word, the more He gets into us. So, there's a lot of good reasons to start our day, but Psalm 5.3 is the foundation of this podcast. And what I want to share with you in this particular episode is what is working for me in a morning routine. And I'm going to give you a lot of information on what I do. And it's been eight years in the process. And I don't want you to feel like you have to push pause and write this down. And oh, that's a good idea. I should start doing that. I already made a PDF for you. I made you a one-page PDF that you can find in the show notes. There is a link and you can click that link and enter your email and it will be sent to you. It is a one-page free PDF and it gives you some prompts on what you can do in your mornings. So if there's something that I say that really resonates with you, don't feel like you need to write it down. That PDF is for your use because if just one of you prints it and uses it, and starts to incorporate habits that bring you closer to God in the morning, then that is a celebration because we are creating more women that are seeking heaven. And that is the goal. Okay. So there's so many things that we can do in a morning routine. Okay. And it's impossible to squeeze it all in. And I will tell you that if you're someone who is new to starting a morning routine, just start small. When I first heard about morning routines, um, I thought women who got up early and actually set their alarm to wake up before their kids, I thought to myself, that is bananas. I No no way. I will never do that. And I have learned over the years never to say never because so many things that I said I would never do that are good for me, I actually now do. Um, But it can be overwhelming when you might hear someone talk about their morning routine and they're on chapter 20 and you're either, you haven't even started the book yet, or maybe you just started your morning routine, but you're on chapter two. So eyes on your own lane and remember that morning routines are very personal and it's going to look different for everybody. And I will also tell you that once you get some habits started, You'll keep stacking new habits and then you'll eliminate some things that just are not working for you anymore. And I'll share with you some of those for me too. Um, but if you were to interview a hundred people and what their morning routine is, you would probably hear people talk about movement and getting outside and seeking sun, not touching their phones, doing a dance party, meditating, journaling, lighting candles, um, getting out a day planner, getting into their Bibles, hydrating first, 
doing five minutes of yoga, eating breakfast. The list could go on. Visualization is another one. There's so many things that are out there. And so try them out. Try out things that resonate with you. And I think that the goal needs to be what is inspiring and motivating you and what activity and habits can you do that are going to bring you closer to seeking God first thing. And for some people, maybe that is literally bundling up if you live where it's cold and walking in an, in nature, right? For some people, that's exactly how they hear God the best. For me, it's my little prayer chair. I love, And not that I don't hear God in the nature, but that's not where I want to be at five in the morning. I want to be cozy in my prayer chair, <laughs> right? So it's different for all of us. Okay, let's get into what is working for me. And remember, all of these things, when I get to the journaling piece of it and the prayer piece of it are in the PDF that I created for you so that you are able to use some of those things that may help you. One of the most popular questions that I get from people on social media is, Tracy, what is it that you do for your personal growth? And trust me, I have a ton of audible books and real hardback books and podcasts that I love to tap into. But what has been working for me for the last nine months has been tapping into my Growth Day app. Growth Day is the world's number one membership. It is advanced personal growth founded by Brendan Bouchard. If you haven't read any of his books or listened to his podcast, he's incredible. But the Growth Day app is something on my phone. I open up daily. I start off with my daily fire, which is anywhere from seven to 20 minutes of motivation and inspiration that's automatically going to impact my mindset. So my actions for the day reflect growth and not anything opposite. This app also includes classes and courses and challenges and also features some of the top motivational speakers like Mel Robbins and Ed Milette and Trent Shelton. It includes a ton of digital tools for journaling and goal setting and most importantly, habit tracking. Our habits influence everything. So you guys, if you are interested in learning more about the Growth Day membership, there is a special membership that you can get through my link in the show notes. I would love to know if you are doing Growth Day with me. I do a ton of mini challenges. I do a ton of virtual challenges with others who are also making their personal growth a priority for 2024. I will include everything below and I would love to grow along with you because as Brendan says, it's always a great day to grow. All right, here's what's working for me right now. Right now, my alarm goes off anywhere between 5 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. It really depends on what my bedtime is because I am really making an effort to prioritize my sleep. So there are some nights that I am not getting home till close to 10 p.m. because of carpools. And there are nights that I'm done with carpooling at 7.30, right? So my bedtime is going to differentiate. But when I first started my morning routines, I started my routine at 4 a.m. because I had a baby that got up at 5 a.m. So I needed that hour to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do in my routine, but I was going to bed much earlier. So I'm prioritizing my sleep. So it's going to depend on what time I'm going to bed because there's a certain minimum amount of sleep that I'm trying to get every night, okay? What I am doing before I go to bed 
and this is a whole other podcast, I think that nighttime routines are actually just as important as a morning routine because it's the nighttime routine that's getting you set for the morning. And quite honestly, the most important minutes of your day are the last things that you're thinking about at night. So I have a whole thing that I've been incorporating for my night routine. So I'm going to bed with the right mindset and um, the right thoughts that are going to allow me to sleep well and wake up in the right place too. So before I go to bed, I am making sure that all my workout clothes are in the bathroom. All right. And my 25 ounce glass of water is also in my bathroom. So when I sort of tidy up the kitchen, although with teenagers, I am not the last one in the kitchen anymore, but I will bring up my water with me. I will, I will get my workout clothes all laid out. So the alarm goes off and the alarm is across the room so that I have to put my feet on the floor and get up and go get it. If not, I am a snoozer and I don't want to be a snoozer. I'm actually more alert when I don't snooze. So my alarm is across the room. I have to get up and walk like 15 steps to get my alarm. And as soon as I am up, I go straight to the bathroom and my clothes are there and my water is there. So I push play on my uh, personal development app. You guys have probably heard me talk about that. It's the best app. And there's information in the show notes on that too. There's something when I open that app called the Daily Fire. And it's seven minutes to 22 minutes usually. It depends each day. It's a brand new one every single day. And it is it is just great. It elevates me. It inspires me. It gets me thinking about things. It allows me to be affirmed on things I'm doing well. It allows me to think to myself, I could really, I could really step it up in that area. It's just great. It's really awesome to listen to the Daily Fire. So I will turn the Daily Fire on literally in the bathroom while I'm drinking my water. I'm putting on my workout clothes. I'm stepping on the scale. I'm doing, you know, getting my hair up, doing a little skincare. It's all playing and it continues to play as I head downstairs and I go straight to my coffee and I feed the dogs. So this whole process, if you have dogs, you know, like got to feed the dogs, got to let the dogs out, got to let the dogs back in, got to make sure there's nothing on the floor that the dogs could shoot, right? All of the things about the dogs, I am now um, feeding my mindset with this daily fire as I'm doing these chores. Um, And then once everyone is settled, meaning my two dogs, once they're settled, I will bring my coffee and I head right back upstairs and in my office, there's this little section and it is the coziest chair with the best pillow and the best blanket. And this is my new prayer chair. It's an old chair, but it's a new place that I've been going to for my prayer time. I switch up where I pray probably every six to eight months, depending on the season. The cozy chair doesn't feel as cozy in the summer. In the summer, I prefer to be in another chair near the sunlight when the sun is coming up early. So again, this is a really personal process, right? And I always think that changing places changes perspectives. I also, a lot of times in the summertime, I start my walking with the dogs much earlier than I do in the winter, right? So I shift the order of what I do around quite a bit. But I've got my coffee now. I come to this cozy prayer chair. It is wintertime. So this is where I'm going to be. And I open up my prayer journal. I don't even know how many prayer journals I have, but I have been writing prayer journals in these journals probably since the year 2016. And they are so sacred to me. 
I'm going to talk about prayer journals in a second. And I have this journal. And again, every single time when I fill one up and I throw it into the bookshelf, I really should put them all in order. And it's interesting because I will grab them from time to time. And there's nothing that is more solidifying in my faith sometimes, especially when I really need to be reminded that God hears our prayers. Remember, we have talked about that God's timing is perfect, but it doesn't always match what we think should be the right timing, right? For, for me, personally, a lot of times God's not doing things fast enough, right? I love being able to go back years and read things that I was praying about, and now I am able to look back and see the way that God has fulfilled that prayer. Or maybe I have been able to see how He actually answered that prayer much differently than what I wanted, but it was so right because He's God and He knows. So I love prayer journals. So I will come upstairs, I get my prayer journal, And what I am in the process of doing now, again, it's changed, is I open up my prayer journal and I start writing gratitude. And I'm not actually doing it like in bullets. I'm actually writing them in a prayer format. And I did that for you on the PDF. So I will say, instead of like, thank you that I'm healthy, right? Or thank you for my house, or thank you for my car, or thank you that I have work that provides food for my family. Like these are all things that can be typical on like, what are you thankful for? Instead of just writing bullets, I will take all of that gratitude and I will turn it into prayer. Some mornings I'm emotionally depleted and all I can do is one. (laughs) Sometimes I will fill up pages and pages and pages of gratitude. And again, Anything that we are offering Him, anything we are putting on the altar, He is honoring. Sometimes it's, Lord, thank you for this moment to be with you. I feel tired and I feel depleted and I feel empty and I need you. And sometimes I'll just sit in quiet. And you guys, that's okay if that is your morning routine. That's okay. I'm in a season right now where I am writing out my gratitude in these prayer formats, right? And then usually I go to a devotion. And ironically, last month, I had about three devotions that I was reading simultaneously. I would sort of alternate them. And all three of them I finished. So I went to my bookshelf and I found this book that I've only read halfway and I grabbed it. And it's called Praying Circles Around Your Children by Mark Batterson. It's a really easy read. And I grabbed the book, and instead of doing a devotion for this season that I'm in right now, I am reading a couple of pages of praying circles around your children. And that's when I'm reading, and there's a lot of scripture in there, um, as well as when I'm reading some of that scripture, it's getting me curious of other places in my Bible that might be along the same lines that I am looking for a piece of scripture. So, Instead of doing a devotion right now, I am reading this book and it's talking about using scripture to pray circles around our children and how as parents, the most powerful thing that we can do for our kids is to pray for them. So we're in a new season, we're in a new year. And what I did in my prayer journal is I wrote out everyone in my family, my four children and my husband, and I wrote out a theme, at least for this season of life, that I want to be praying over each of them. And then what I did is I opened up my Bible and I got my phone because I am not one of those screen-free people in the mornings. Um, Maybe someday I will be, but right now that's not working for me. 
and I will go to my phone and I will say, um, what are some of the best verses around surrender? What are some of the best verses around obedience? What are some of the best verses around joy? And sometimes Bible Gateway will spit out, you know, 12 to 14 verses. And so I just start looking some of them up in my Bible. And then I set my phone down and I just start ripping through my Bible, finding scripture that is appropriate for each of the people in my family that I'm praying over. And or sometimes if I had a big day of praying for my kids and my husband on a Tuesday, maybe on Wednesday, now I'm praying over my goals or I'm praying over um, a decision I need to make or I'm praying over my business, right? So I will try to find scripture that ties into what I'm praying over. And I'm sure in a couple of months, I will go back to using a devotion during this time after I do my gratitude prayers. In other phases of my life, I have also been in Bible studies through my church, and I've done my Bible study homework during my morning routine. I've done affirmations. I think affirmations can be really powerful, especially when I add in a biblical perspective around an affirmation, right? Like opposed to like everything in my life is happening for me, which is like an affirmation. If you were to Google them, one of them is everything in my life. Everything in life is happening for me. That's one that I've seen. Everything in life is happening for me. So I might take that affirmation and just twist it around a little bit with scripture. So I might say something like, when I knock, I am promised to find God waiting to be in a relationship with me. And as long as I am aligned to Him, everything in my life, I can be looking for His guidance. Right? I sort of like tie, I will take an affirmation and sort of tie it into scripture. So I've done that before as well. So the prayer journal is powerful and it can just start with thoughts. It can start with a letter to God. I've also spent time in quiet. I might ask God a question and I might just be quiet. And all of a sudden, like these thoughts start coming in my head and I start writing them down to then start praying, is that God talking or are those my thoughts, right? I I try to discern between that. Um, So that's really what I'm doing in my journal, all right? And in this prayer journal prompt, I'm giving you some space where um, you can either use the PDF or you can use the PDF as a guide for your own journal. And you can start off, Lord, thank you for, and you can start writing your gratitude in prayer. And I encourage you to try to find a Bible verse that is resonating with you. And if you don't know where to start, go back to episode three, where I gave you some scripture that can be used to fight some of the lies that we can believe. And sometimes what happens is you can go look up that scripture and read a little bit above it and a little bit below it to get the context of that scripture. And you may find something else that's waiting for you right? So that's happened to me a million times where I, I remember one time particularly I was in Bible study and we were reading in, I think, the book of Psalms. And I read what I was supposed to read for the question that I was answering in my workbook. And I kept reading and I kept reading and I kept reading. And probably 20 verses down, I literally got the answer to a prayer that I had been praying for months, 20 verses down, just because I kept on 
reading and getting curious and trying to understand the original verse and where it was from. And God gave me this beautiful answer to prayer. And I remember I highlighted it. I wrote it down everywhere. It was this epiphany moment where I just felt like God had answered this prayer that I had been praying for months. So, on your prayer journal prompt sheet, I have a spot for you to write down a Bible verse for the day. Um, and then I move on to writing what I am expectant about in that day. And the reason that I do that is because if I am thinking about how I'm being expectant of God, it gives me the opportunity to be looking for Him in my life. So, I don't know if you've ever played this game before or this exercise, but if you close your eyes, if you actually, it starts like this. If you look around the room that you're sitting in for 10 seconds and you just sort of look around and observe, and then you close your eyes for another 10 seconds, and I say to you, I want you to open up your eyes and for 10 seconds, find as many things in the room that are red. And you open up your eyes, and now you have 10 seconds to have a look at the exact same room you just looked at, but now you're finding all these things that are the color red. And the reason why you're finding all of these things that you didn't notice before is because now you're looking for the color red. And so when I write down three ways that I am expectant of what God is doing in my life, it gives me the opportunity to be looking for His hand in our life. His hand in situations, His hand in conversations, His hand in the way that I see desires on my kids' hearts being changed. I am looking for it. It's awesome. It's like this all day long. It's like this conversation that you've got going on with God. And look, some days I'm looking and I am like dry as a bone. I just don't see where He is working immediately. And that is usually because it is a state of my heart being hard because he's working all the time. And when I am in a fertile place, when my heart is in a fertile place, there are days where I'm just in awe. I just can't believe it. I just had this conversation and this is something I was praying for. I just had this person email me and it was something I was praying over. Um, So, three ways that I am expectant of God today. It's incredible. And then I also spend time writing down three things that I did yesterday that are in alignment with where God is calling me. Now, the reason I do this is because it very quickly shows me if I need clarity around this, right? So, if I'm thinking to myself, okay, what are three things that I did yesterday, right? Because I'm in the morning. What are three things I did yesterday that are in alignment with where God is calling me? If I cannot answer that, then I need to start praying for some clarity, Or I need to ask myself if I'm being obedient to where He is calling me. Or maybe I'm fearful of something, or maybe there's a reason I am procrastinating. But we learn a lot if we are staring at our prayer journal without a clue as to what God is calling us to do, which then ideally is prompting us to pray. Right now, I'm in a season, and I've talked about this before, where I just feel like using my best yes is saying no to things that are pulling me outside of the four walls of my home with the ages that my kids are at and some of the things that have been going on in their lives. I really feel convicted that God is asking me to be more present, including putting my phone up more often when I'm at home, as well as being around more saying no to this meeting or that meeting, 
not to say that I don't ever leave the house. I do. We have Let's Talk About It at least every other month. And of course, like I'll do things when the kids are at school with friends, go on a walk, etc. But I am not doing social things as much during the week as I have in other seasons of my life. And I'm a super social extroverted person. So I know that if I get into a conversation with one of my kids because I am at home when I could be doing something else extracurricular or social, that that is being obedient to where he's calling me. That is something that I'm really clear about. Um, And there's other areas of my life where he's been very clear about my wellness and how to fuel my body and what to make a priority in terms of how I show up as my best self, right? If I'm up late at night because I'm scrolling, that is not being obedient to what he's asking me to do. I know that I need better sleep because when I have better sleep, I have more endurance when I'm interacting with my kids. All right, if I were to say three things that I would take with me on a deserted island, one of those three things would hands down be my Energize. You guys, this is what I call my go-go juice and I take it two times a day. I take it first thing in the morning right before I'm going to work out because it gives me everything I need to power through. It's got beta alanine in it, which helps my extremities really feel the circulation and have that endurance for my workouts. But most importantly, I mix it with my power greens in the afternoon. So around three o'clock, you will see me running around town, running around my neighborhood at a sporting event, holding what looks to be like mud water, but it is my green tea extract. It's got all the phytonutrients that my body needs to help me stay focused and to give me that boost that I need in the afternoon, which is usually when I'm in my mom job, which is my most important job. It's that clean energy that I can have without sort of crashing like I would with a cup of coffee in the afternoon. I have been doing this religiously for the past several months. I will mix it with my seltzer water, my power greeds, and my energize. And it is what carries me through the second half of the day without debilitating me from falling asleep and without dehydrating me. Obviously, there's no artificial colors because I don't drink or eat food dye. There's no artificial sweeteners or preservatives or anything other than clean energy. It is the bomb. You will love it. It's called Energize. The link to how you can get some Energize is in the show notes. Grab it today. You will thank me later. So that's what I do in my journal. All right. So all of that that we just talked about is on your prayer journal prompt. Um, if that's something that you decide that you want to check out and incorporate into how you're starting your morning. And again, I want to reiterate that if you are just starting off, it's okay if it's one piece of gratitude and then you sit quiet with your coffee for three minutes. That is also something that God will honor because you're seeking Him. So when I am done in my prayer chair, which can be anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes, then I get my go-go juice or my energize. And that is what I drink when I head down to my basement to get ready for my movement, right? Um, I talk a lot about my Energize as I'm getting ready for my movement. I am back to listening to my personal development app. That's back on because most of the time I haven't finished it completely. 
And so I get down to the basement and right now I'm in a season of getting stronger and lifting weights and not doing any sort of bouncing because my body does not like that. Doing a lot of stretching. I'm doing a lot of conditioning and mobility and that feels awesome. And so stretching is definitely something that I never skip. I used to skip it all the time because I was too busy for that. I don't ever skip it anymore. And I will head back upstairs after my workout, which is probably 40 minutes. And I come upstairs. I've got to be up by about 6.55. I pack all my lunches. I run carpools for the high school girls. I come home. I take a shower. I will usually walk the dogs either with my youngest who goes to school last or sometimes um, I will just spend time with her. There's a couple things that we are trying to do starting off in 2024 and taking advantage of the fact that we have the whole house to ourselves and we can do some things together. So I want to take advantage of that before she enters middle school next year. Um, And then I get her to school, I clean my kitchen, and I come upstairs and I start my work day. And I cannot tell you how that kind of a routine gives me, I was going to say clarity, but that's not the right word. What it gives me is confidence in knowing that I am being covered, I am being carried, I am being shielded, and I am being propelled by God. And I've got that armor up so that all the things that come against me during the day, and I know that you feel those too, right? I call them arrows. We're going to get arrows coming at us, especially when we are in alignment with where God is calling us. We will get arrows trying to move us off the right track because the enemy does not want us in alignment with God. He wants us separated from God. So starting your morning, shielded up with your armor, with truth, with your belt on, you're ready to go, your endurance throughout the day and your expectation of looking for God is going to give you peace and joy and will overflow your heart with abundance. So I hope that that helps you. And I want to end some time in prayer so that we can carry on and you guys can go do the things that God is calling you to do. So let's pray. Lord, I just want to thank you so much for every single morning. Scripture tells us that you give us new mercy every day. And so we thank you for those new mercies. We thank you for the days that we just don't get it right or the days that we just feel like nothing has gone right for us, that we can start fresh all the time. We get to start new with you all the time because Scripture tells us that you give us those new mercies every day. Scripture also tells us that when we seek you, we will find you. And so we thank you for that. And we thank you for Psalm 5-3. We thank you that in the morning, we know that we will hear from you in some way in our lives. We know that in the morning, when we lay our requests before you, we can wait in expectation because you hear all of our prayers. You are carrying each of us in the palm of your hand. And so I pray for each woman that is listening, that you would give her um, and download upon her what her routine should be, what her morning should look like, how she can seek you in a way that is personal to her relationship with you. Protect her from any sort of comparison to anyone else's routine or anyone else's relationship with you because the one that she's in with you right now is growing and that you will promise to bloom it if she continues to seek your face. We thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right, guys, that was it. Again, if you are curious about the prayer journal prompt PDF, you can go into the show notes, click the link, and you can grab it. I hope that it helps you whether you write on it or whether you use it in conjunction with your own prayer journal. Let's make our mornings holy. Let's make our mornings a sacrament. Let's make our mornings ones that include God. And I cannot wait to hear how that goes for you. Feel free to tag me. Feel free to email me or text me. I can't wait to hear from you. All my contact information is also in the show notes. I want to hear how you're getting the most out of your mornings, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Living Faithfully Fit podcast. If this episode spoke to you today, would you do me a favor and share it? Maybe it's your best friend or your cousin or your mom or your neighbor or your coworker. But when you share it, it gives others a chance to hear what God's message for them may be. You can also really help out the podcast by leaving a review. So again, if this episode spoke to you or if several episodes have spoken to you, I would love for you to write a review because that helps this podcast spread so that more women can hear the good and true news. And that is that they have this free gift of abundance and that our lives were meant to be walking in the abundance that God gives us. You can always tag me on social media. On Instagram, I am at faithfullyfittracy. I would love for you to take a screenshot of your favorite episode and tag me. Or when you share it with a friend, I would love for you to tag me too so that I am able to personally invite your friend to come and listen to all the things that we're talking about here at the Living Faithfully Fit Podcast. Thank you so much for your help and your support. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.